When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This, this is the Rich Eisen Show. I know I'm great. Let's just review this. <laughs> Honestly. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Does he want to stay in Chicago? Yeah, of course. I feel like the biggest thing with all this, just let me know if I'm getting traded, let me know if I'm staying. The Rich Eisen Show. I get it with Justin Fields feeling that way. Today's guests, NFL Network analyst Chase Daniel. Senior NBA insider for The Athletic and Stadium, Sham Sharania. Plus, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Terry Bradshaw. And now, it's Rich Eisen. That's right. That's right. Hey, we're here. Hey, hey. On another edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Hey, we're here. The only program that connects more than an Otani batting practice. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. All three hours of this program is must-listen, must-see, if I may say so myself. Um... And uh, and I do. <laughs> so thank you for being here on this busy Thursday. Uh, we've got a, a fun guest list. Um, uh, a guy with two first names, Chase Daniel, is going to be joining us. I, uh, I I I learned just like most everyone else that Chase Daniel had joined NFL Network, which I'm excited about. I I, I appreciate his insights, um, and he's going to be giving us his insights in about 18 minutes' time for a conversation uh, with all of us about. The impending combine and everything going else uh, in uh, free agency that's right around the corner in the National Football League. The NBA second half of the season, uh, de facto second half of the season, begins tonight. And most of the league is participating in the return of the NBA from its all-star break. Sham Sharania will be joining us here on this program. He, uh, he co-hosts Run It Back on FanDuel TV with our good friend Michelle Beadle. And uh, Chandler Parsons and Lou Williams, and he's obviously the lead insider for the Athletic and Stadium for the NBA. Perfect guest for the second half of the NBA season, tipping off. And uh, we reached out for this gentleman as soon as Patrick Mahomes won the Super Bowl. I literally uh, hit up our booking staff on the way to the airport to say, let's try and get somebody who is now only one Super Bowl ring ahead of Patrick Mahomes, at least. You know, there's only three human beings with more Super Bowl rings than Patrick Mahomes right now, and we've got one of them zooming into the program in hour number three. And he's also the only one of the three who's got uh, a show in Branson, Missouri. Uh, His name is Terry Bradshaw, and he's joining us on this program in hour number three. So, and you should as well, 844-204-RICH, number to dial, or to see some phone lines lighten up, and uh, that lights me up like I'm E.T., looking for Reese's Pieces. Good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. What's going on, sir? Rich, uh, quarterbacks. Charles Haley also has five. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. I got you. Understood. Mm-hmm. Got it. I meant quarterbacks. Of course. Yeah. I know you did. Just <laughs> Thank you for, for correcting record. me. I appreciate somebody that. Somebody was at home, Chris, on Twitter, like, wait a second, Rich Eisen said, you know. Yeah, I know. It's, just and save, save and just so week. everyone understands he meant quarterbacks. the way that I uh, administrate this show and attempt mm-hmm. to focus on this program and prepare for this program. You know we have lots of time preparing for this program, right? 
and and time just you know is a flat circle getting ready True. for this program. And a lot of us, we sit around and we have conversations that I'm glad aren't leaked out on uh, Twitter. <laughs> oh, buddy. Okay? You never know. Understand. Yeah. time for yeah. some of y'all. Um, so as I'm starting this program and administering the start of this program and giving out what I think is crucial information, who's on and things of that nature, uh, I look across the way and my audio executive, Mike Del Tufo, who had nothing oh, but time before the show, waves batteries at me. <laughs> that means your <laughs> Means that ears, the ears that, that, that I have in my ears, Goodness. which helps me administer this program, uh, goes. they might go out. Now, he could have done this at any point. prior to the program, but watch on Roku, fans, you're going to see he's doing it right now. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Good job. Wait, wait till I'm on the air in the first minute of the program to wave batteries in my direction. Hey, look at these. You need some of these? <laughs> yeah, I might, apparently. Hey, had I no got, idea. I got batteries. <laughs> so I'm glad we took care of that. You're good now, Rich. Oh, oh gee, thanks. I'm aware. What's up, TJ? How are you? Well, I mean... <laughs> Jay, Jay Felly would have made sure you had batteries. Yeah, I mean, he, he does. Yeah, I'm just saying. But he was like an A2. Way to wave, way to wave him at me. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, that's all I want. <laughs> Are your batteries good, TJ? We're off and running. I think so. Hey. But I get my own mic. So. Thankfully, I have an agent to complain to. What up, Jerry? About um, Del Tufo? No, just in general. <laughs> about everything. <laughs> about everything. Agent to the stars. Um, and I bring this up because that is... A piece of news that caught my eye today. Mm. One week from today, I will be getting ready to sit in a Lucas Oil Stadium booth with Daniel Jeremiah and, and spend cocktail. way too much time with him talking about people in spandex running around on the field <laughs> in front of me. Now, the main event does not happen till Saturday. Okay. That is when one of the more, I believe, talented group of quarterbacks to appear to combine collectively will be on the field. And it's going to be a big day. It's going to be a big day because running backs and wide receivers are in the mix on that day as well. Normally, they'll split up some quarterbacks and running backs and wide receivers, and running backs will go one day, and wide receivers and quarterbacks will go another. We're going to, it's just going to be... Offensive Palooza on Saturday. It's going to be a long day. I'm going to have to hydrate. Don't want to pull anything. <laughs> and, of course, the question will be, you know, who's throwing, who's not, and things of that nature. Th that information has not come out yet. Now, normally, if you're the de facto, and everybody believes first overall pick, you don't throw. Bryce Young didn't throw. Kyler Murray didn't throw back in the day. Joe Burrow didn't throw back in the day. So we're assuming Caleb Williams won't throw. But maybe he will. Because it does appear that he enters the NFL getting ready to bust up every norm that the league has placed forth for anybody that's entering the National Football League. He does appear to have this. Now, he hasn't said it himself. His dad spoke to GQ last September and said things like, hey, you know, maybe he might stick in USC because the draft is kind of counterintuitive for the player. You know how you want to hit the ball far in golf? You swing slow, right? You don't swing hard. Don't swing hard, right? Swing hard, it's going to be a problem. Easy does it. Okay. Dad's point, and it's interesting, 
as he said to GQ, it would be better if you go undrafted than if you're drafted first overall. Okay. Now, why would, what do you mean by that? Because if you're undrafted, you could choose the team you play for. Now then, you also don't get the first overall slotted contract in the NFL. You don't make all that money. and But, you know, you're probably going to a team that, what's the word for it? Let me look it up. Sucks. <laughs> now, interestingly enough, the Bear, and he thought, like, you know, we'll see how this plays out. He basically told GQ, let's see how this plays out. And... um I guess it played out well enough for him to not stick at USC. And this makes sense. Because whatever he was making at USC, the NIL, what would you say? I looked it up prior to the show. It's like a, two, like just a little shy of three million bucks. It's a lot. It's it's more than, you know, it's definitely more than what Reggie Bush lost his Heisman over at the same school. <laughs> yes. Right? And so... Let's just call it $3 million. Four million. Let's give him $5 million. He'd make more as a rookie quarterback, and he starts a clock at getting his second and third contracts when he's going to be making a gajillion dollars. Or can. So, makes sense that he would go into the NFL draft, and I guess he would assume... As he goes in the NFL draft, he knew the Bears were going to be the first overall selecting team, and they're they're not a one win one one win, or they're not a fourteen loss team coming in. You know. Now then, why do I bring all this up? Because according to Mike Florio, our friend who was on yesterday, the list from the National Football League Players Association that came out with a list of agents and who they are representing in the draft class, which is of interest. The comment, everything's a metric at the combine. Literally everything's a metric from an X-ray to an MRI to a report about what you might have once upon a time told a cafeteria worker when you were a seventh grader. You know, <laughs> at, literally everything is a metric. A, a tweet, a post, a photo, everything gets put in. Mm-hmm. And so... Who's your agent? Apparently, Caleb Williams doesn't have one. Does not have one. Does not have a league-certified agent. Now, this could be part of the concept of trying to blow up norms. No agent going in. So does that mean maybe So there's nobody whispering in his ear to say, don't throw at the combine? I hope that's the case because I want to see him throw at the combine. Yeah, and I asked you this pre-show. I'm like, look, the way the first round is now in the NFL, it's slotted. He knows how much he's going to make. Correct. Uh, if he goes first overall, right. second overall, right? Uh, why pay an agent one, two, three percent to when you know this is going to happen ahead of time? Well, I would just say this to that: that I would want for my kid entering an endeavor like this if you have the means to slice off one or two percent of a salary to go and hire somebody who knows the business that you're entering, knows all the politics of what you're entering, and can also have your back when the knives will come out in the political world that you're entering that could somehow, some way, potentially damage your child and his or her ability to succeed to the best. Or 
might need to help you navigate something that's unforeseen, I'd do it. I'd do it. Or who in his world, because I'm sure he's not unadvised. I'm sure there is a group of advisors surrounding his parents, or I imagine are, are the point people in this. I'd imagine. We're going to learn about it. <laughs> I'll tell you that. We're going to learn a lot about this. Because everything's parsed, which is another reason why you want to insulate yourself. Everything is parsed. If, 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 if you might be out there thinking, Rich, you're starting a show talking about um, an agent and a player's decision to not hire one. Like, yeah, because everything's going to be parsed. Everything is a flag. You just choose the color of the flag that you want it to be everything's a flag and you might be like he's still gonna be first overall as a matter of fact rich you have said nothing but this guy's first overall and i want to hear it my point also would be let's just say caleb meets with the bears and just doesn't vibe with eberflus right Vibing with Eberflus. You almost uh, looked at that. Vibing with Eberflus. You looked down at the list. I yeah, saw that. I'm vibing with Eberflus. <laughs> By the way, I see everything, whether you're looking at lists or waving <laughs> batteries at me. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just say he doesn't vibe with Eberflus. Let's just say, Chris, let's say one day your boy, your boy Cage, oh, is about oh, to turn four, four this oh, weekend. Oh, my goodness gracious. Going fast. Pretty much Great. almost matching the uh, first number on the clock when he frequently wakes up for you. <laughs> so he, let's just say one day he's in, an, he's in a job interview and he calls you, Sarah, mom, dad, the boss that, you know, I want the job, but the boss, I kind of think the boss. Wouldn't you try and call around or do anything that you could to try and help if you had that ability, right? Absolutely. Let's just say he doesn't vibe with Eberflus. You know who's sitting there, too, overall? The hometown team. Hometown. What if he wants to try and work his way to Washington? Mm-hmm. What if What if somehow, someway, you did vibe with, um, let's just use another one, the entire New York Giants staff. Right? What if you vibe with them? And they're at six. Who's going to call Joe Shane up and go, hey, my kid loved you? Come get me. Who's going to do that? See, there, there are ways that an agent would help is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one was a head scratcher. Unless he wants to come in and blow up the league, which is another thing that might be a red flag. But again, the eye in the sky doesn't lie and the tape doesn't lie. And I think this kid is first overall stuff. And all I'm saying is that if he does have the sense of wanting to bust up norms, oh, my other piece of advice, this is all unsolicited. <laughs> you just complete passes, sir. Oh, my goodness. I'm also hearing some uh, names of some people who might not be thrown next week, too. Hasn't been confirmed yet or not. And I'll repeat this over and over and over again between now and by the time I get on a plane for Indianapolis next week, and I'll say it on the air on NFL Network as well. For anybody who's thinking about not throwing, I'm biased. I want you to throw. 
I want to see a throw. I want to see you compete. I want, obviously, the NFL Network to have the most eyeballs on it. I want to have the best broadcast. And that is having everybody out there breaking a sweat and throwing the football. Even if it's just like once every three minutes to a guy you've never thrown to before, it does not matter. They just want to see you throw and compete. That is it. What, do you think Caleb Williams is not going to be first overall because he airmailed someone? And I understand the pushback is, what, do you think he won't be first overall just because he threw? I get it. But for others who might not throw, C.J. Stroud, arguably, or potentially inarguably, best rookie quarterback in the history of the National Football League. You could make this case. We can have an argument. Whoa. We can have an argument. You Hmm. could make a case. Metrics, gumption, guts, style, results. You could make this case. I know what, Marino made it to a Super Bowl, or, you know, did he make it a Super Bowl his rookie season or something like that? It wasn't a year two. I don't know. I guess I should have my facts buttoned up if I'm going to make such a statement. But you could make this argument. Nobody checks those, Rich. Please. I just need content anyway. Not Dan Marino's second year. All right, so best, you can make the metric best rookie quarterback ever. He threw at the combine. Not only did he throw at the combine, he just eyes popped out of heads at the combine, and he came out of the combine, the conversation being he could and should be number one overall, so the Panthers didn't listen. Cam Newton would enter the conversation. You could make the case. It's all on point now. Stroud threw. And he didn't just throw. He spun it. He was dynamite. 844-204-RICH, number to dial right here on the program. Um, we've got uh, a ton of stuff to discuss, including <laughs> college football playoff committee votes to have a 5 plus 7 in the 12-team format that's coming up next year, right? Five plus seven means, you know, the the top five, I guess, power five conference winners or power four now in Notre Dame, right? (laughs) Essentially what it is. Gets the top five seeds and then there's the seven at-large bids. Now it looks like they're saying, you know what? Let's just do 14 teams while we're at it. (laughs) (laughs) They talked about it. We'll discuss that on this program. Rich, I think Ben Roethlisberger's on the line. He wants to talk about this rookie quarterback. I got it. No, no, no. Hey, brother, I remember him. I remember him. I remember he he got the start because, uh, I guess, of uh, ineffectual play from, I believe it was Tom Zach. Uh, Touchdown Tommy. Tommy Maddox. Tommy Tommy Maddox, that's where. Sat sat him down, and then Ben didn't lose until he was eliminated from the playoffs. Ben went 13 and 0, only 17 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. He was uh, offensive rookie of the year, but in terms of numbers, Cam Newton threw for 4000 yards, mm-hmm. but had 17 picks. No n- numbers weren't as good as Stroud's, man. Who 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 went to the divisional round? Ben did. Ben went to the AFC Championship. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Hey, you can make the case. We can argue. But CJ was But we need to be boy. done arguing cuz of two things. One, Chase Daniel is about to zoom in. Nice. And two, my batteries might run out. So let's take a <laughs> Not break. Not anymore, Rich. No. Tell <laughs> Tufo. Why? They, they run out? No, no. <laughs> They're gone, aren't they? <laughs> oh, that's right. You did it. You did. You did actually put them yes. in. Yes. Right. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. We'll take your phone calls as well. Chase Daniel talking about everything we just discussed and more. 
It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O-O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Back up on the program. Chase Daniels is going to join us shortly. Radio audience returns in less than two minutes' time. I've got a fresh set of batteries, and I'm feeling great. <laughs> you hear everything all right? I do. Thanks for asking. Good, See? good, good. I really appreciate it. Think about it. Yeah. Did you watch American Fiction, or you didn't? I did. I watched it last night. Did you night. see it? You saw it? I saw what you were talking about, yes. I, I understand. Yeah. yeah, Jeffrey Wright's coming in tomorrow. I'm he psyched. Was, he was Come great. He, he is as good as they get. That movie was multi-layered. There was a lot Wasn't going it? on. Yeah, Sterling K. Brown. Sterling K. Brown. Like, was he? Is he auditioned for a Marvel superhero? I know. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. Jeez, my man got. Yeah. He was rocked up. I know. Rich, you remember that story I told you when Mark Sanchez was here about my birthday party and all the quarterbacks that came from the camp, and Sanchez was like, "Let me guess, Chase Daniel was one of them." Chase Daniel was one of those quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, at the La Puba, or not La. I mean, um. La Poubelle? Not La Poubelle. Uh, why am I blanking on the name of the I don't know. You've been to so many clubs. Geisha House. Yes, I'm sorry. Geisha so House. many clubs. So, so many, many people. It's just unbelievable. Yeah. What is the hit rate on guests that TJ I, has come across and met? Seriously, what, do you, what, would, what would it be? Uh, half? Is it at least half? Oh, like, no, I was going to say a quarter like 30 maybe. 30%, 30%. 20%. 25%. Quarter to a third, probably. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that time with the thing with the guy. So is it like a, a sharpshooting three-point artist? Type percentage? Oh, goodness, Ooh, goodness, man. good one. Um, Get me on the court and I'm trouble. Caitlin Clark situation. Right, what so does she shoot from three? Probably in the 40s. I mean, she's got better range than me, though, yeah. I think. I, I, I don't know. I put your range up and with anybody. Well, I'm no Steph Curry. Dame, Dame from the logo. Ooh, I'll take it, though. 
Getting ready for the second half of the season, even Let's, though it's really just the last well, here third. We, go. we got Kelsey and Taylor Swift at the Sydney Zoo. Hey. Nice. Fantastic. <laughs> Dude. I mean, literally <laughs> nine, nine news Sydney world? is posting pictures. What of. is it happening in this world? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Back on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. New colleague of mine at NFL Network after 14 National Football League seasons, uh, courtesy of, I guess, Missouri football. Back uh, on the Rich Eisen Well, first time on the Rich Eisen Show. Maiden voyage for Chase Daniel. Good to see you, Chase. First time, yeah. About, I'm glad you guys decided to finally have me on. You know, we're, we're working together in NFL we Network. Are. And, yeah, I love what you guys have been doing over there. I listen to your show often. So I appreciate the invite, man. I, 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 hadn't know, I didn't know you joined until, I, you know, I pulled in the lot. And I'm like, who's this guy with the, the Missouri <laughs> license plate uh, uh, frame sitting in my spot? What the hell? <laughs> You know, yeah, and I'm oh, sorry. The first, the first day of the rookie. You know, it's my rookie year. I'm learning. That's right. So next time you're there, just you, your car will be filled with popcorn, right, or something like that. <laughs> I'm sure it's what's even going to be there. Seriously, what's the best trick you ever pulled on a rookie? Just. Oh my gosh. Well, I don't think I pulled a trick on a rookie. I think that when I was a rookie mm-hmm. myself, okay. I got tons of tricks pulled on me. And mainly because it was Drew Brees and Mark Brunell in the quarterback room. So I'm some 22-year-old punk, undrafted, just trying to make the team. And I got Mark Brunell and Drew Brees with me. And there's a lot that really I can't say on the show that they would do. Um, Really? They were, yeah. Because those are very fine, upstanding citizens, Chase. I mean, you you know, those guys aren't really going to be running uh, to a foul of very much. That's that's what people think. That's what people think. When they get in the quarterback room, that's that's a little bit different. But I was definitely their coffee guy and their donut guy. I mean, every single Friday rookie year at 6.30 a.m. sharp, I better have Krispy Kreme donuts on the quarterback's desk or I would be chastised forever. I mean, it was unreal. Mark Brunell drinking coffee. I mean, he'd he'd have like six cups of coffee, three donuts. Drew would have a donut. Like it was was a ritual. And so I think through my years of playing after the rookie year, Uh, I would be the guy that would be like, you got to bring Krispy Kreme donuts, jelly filled, powdered, uh, like uh, every type of donut possible. So I think I was that guy for sure because I learned from the best. Way to pay it forward, Chase. Way to pay it forward. It's the only thing I can do. All right, let's just jump into uh, this quarterback draft class where do you rank it from what you have maybe seen personally uh in the league and what you might have uh, been looking at in previous drafts from afar Cheers. yeah i mean it's a deep quarterback class right obviously caleb williams drake may Jaden daniels jj mccarthy michael Penix jr in my opinion are you know probably the deepest class overall from one to five that I've seen in in quite some time. And it's all about potential, right? Like it starts with Caleb Williams for me, everything that he's done. Obviously, people said like, hey, he didn't have as good of a year last year as he did his his, um, sophomore year. But I, I I think he had a pretty good year. I think that the offensive line for USC was just awful last year. And that's, and that's putting it nicely. So he was scrambling for his life a lot, making all these off Kelter plays that we, we know and love. And I think the biggest thing that scouts like about him and what I like about him is that, that out of pocket movement that he's able to create plays when it's not there for you. And that's something that with this NFL game going to another level, like you got to have a guy that can make plays off schedule out of pocket. And, and I think, and I'm not saying this is going to translate to the NFL, but I do think 
like Caleb Williams has some Patrick Mahomes in him. I think he's a better prospect coming out of college than Patrick Mahomes was. And I think that's what got scouts excited was that out of pocket escapability type thing. And we'll just see how it translate into the NFL. Like I'm not sure. And then, you know, for QB two, for me, it's so difficult because I, I like Drake Mayer, Jaden Daniels. And I just started, I've watched some Drake may. I just started watching Jaden Daniels mm-hmm. and the dude, the dude can flat out play. Like he's exactly what I think an NFL offense needs in terms of his movement, getting out. Like he just has such a smooth stroke in my opinion. Like when you watch it, just a pure thrower. Now he's, played a lot. He's played five years or six. He seems like he's been around forever. And I do think that the ceiling can still grow with him. And I think that's what scouts are excited about. I think he's a better athlete. He's, he is the best athlete of all the quarterbacks out there, in my opinion. And then you go to Drake may who look, he's a red shirt sophomore. Uh, so he's only started two years, but he was captains. Both of those years, prototypical size, not as strong as an arm as I thought when I first started diving in on him. But I do think that the dude can spin it with the best of them. And I do think out of really Caleb, Jaden and Drake, Mm -hmm. I do think he's the most pro ready. Like, I do think you can put him in an offense. He's, he's the one that's been under center other than JJ McCarthy. I got to throw him in there too. The most, like he's been under center quite a bit. And then Michael Penix Jr., I forgot about J.J. McCarthy, which it's look, all right. I'm looking no, at DJ's. Let me just jump in real quick here, Chase. Yeah, yeah, you know, so ahead. No, I'll just jump in because you've just said a lot, and I just want to pull on some of the strings yeah. of what you just said. So, you know, Caleb Williams, let's just go back to him for a sec. Yeah. So Caleb um, is not hiring an agent, it seems. And, you know, everything is a flag, or everything is flaggable, or everything is something that's part of an evaluation. That's the way it goes. And, uh, you know, it's unfortunate, certainly in this day and age where every single thing anybody says winds up on your phone and you see it and you believe yeah. it and what have you. But this is a fact. And so when you hear that, what what do you think of? Well, um, to me, when I hear of a prospect who's he's going to go number one overall, I right. think if Chicago decides to pick like it's all slotted. Right. So like, well, what are you really doing for an agent? He's going to save 3% on it. I, I get that. I, I don't really think it's that big of a deal. Okay. Now he probably has a lawyer or an attorney going to look over the contract, help him get it. Uh, and probably going big on the marketing firm, SC, NIL, all that stuff. So I don't necessarily know if you need to just give away 3% of your salary. Um, look, I am pro agent. Like I, I had one of the best agents of all time being able to get me some of these contracts that I was able to get Jeff Nally. He was select sports group. Now they're uh, with CAA under the CAA umbrella. Right. And, and I've always fought for agents. I was a, a voting rep for the, the NFL PA for 10 years. And, and I was always pro agent, but, and in this point, I, I don't see a red flag with that necessarily. No, I mean, like some people do. It, it's just, you know, you're going to save 3% on your first contract. Well, but what if he wants to go to Washington, right? Chase, what if he sits there and yeah. he, what, honestly, what, what if he, what if he sits there and he vibes with, uh, you know, the giants, right? Yeah. I mean, well, how, how yeah. do you then try to affect that? And obviously it doesn't matter if the bears are the ones that are into you, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, don't you think you need that? That's all I'm saying is because he is going to be first overall. He should be yeah. first overall. He is the eye test. You, I mean, you, you threw the name Mahomes out there. That's been out there for, for for a while because you just take a look at him and 
the way he plays is exactly like that. <laughs> and um, and yeah. and clearly, this is the world you want to you live in in the NFL. I, I'm yeah. just wondering about that aspect of an evaluation. Yeah, Chase. I mean, look, the four of the first six teams pick and need quarterbacks, like badly. Like, you can right. see a run on four quarterbacks in the first six picks, and that includes the Giants at six. Um, and, and so if that's to happen, I think, in my opinion, they have enough people around him that – can can help him with that. Like I, I really just at the end of the day, if you want Caleb Williams, you better figure out a way to trade up to one. And and that's that's my opinion. So I don't I don't know if it matters as much as some people think. Um, you know, I've always, like I said, loved agents, but at the end of the day, he's got to do what's best for him. And maybe he's following Lamar Jackson's footsteps, right? Like just just uh, you know, handled a, a really big contract essential with himself. I do think though, coming into the NFL. In my opinion, I would hire an agent. If I was Caleb Williams, I would absolutely hire an agent. They can only help you. And, and by the way, like a lot of guys don't understand this 3% rate, it's negotiable. Yeah. Like I know people that are paying 1%, 2%, 3%. So I'm thinking that it's probably having to do with saving some money in this opinion, because in my opinion, an agent can only help you. You know what I'm saying? It can't hurt you at this point. Chase Daniel here from uh, NFL Network and the Chasing It podcast right here on the Rich Eisen show. And now you said May is pro ready, but Jaden Daniels just jumps off at the screen yeah. at his abilities. So when you're the commanders, let's just assume that the bears pick Caleb knowing, knowing the guys who are there, Cliff Kingsbury is bringing his offense in. Which one do you think they lean towards? I mean, I, I think they probably lead toward Jaden Daniels because you saw Cliff when he got hired. He's like, you got to have a, a guy that can move and can run uh, with the best of them and escape the pocket in this day and age of of the NFL. And especially you look at what Kyler Murray did with Clean, Cliff Kingsbury, and that's the type of offense he runs. He runs the run and shoot. He runs the Patrick Mahomes style offense, obviously, when he was at Texas Tech coaching them. And so I do think that this guy right here, Jaden Daniels, I think he's got an ability to be really special, Rich. And and it's it's really cool to watch. And, and I haven't watched a ton of tape, but I was there in person when he came back and led that comeback victory against Missouri at Missouri. And the dude threw for like 400 some odd yards. I'm like, who is this kid? This is the first time <laughs> I've really heard of him. And I was there in person on homecoming. I'm like, what are you doing? No, because we're winning, and we're if we win that game, we're probably in the college football playoff. Mm. If if I'm being honest with you, and so that was that was my first time looking at him. I went back, watched some film on him, and he just possesses this trait. I mean, look, he's very comfortable um, outside of the pocket. I think he needs to get better within the pocket. He gets off his first. Uh, he doesn't get off his first read as fast as I'd like, but I think everyone is reaching for this potential, right? And I think his potential could could possibly be on like a Caleb Williams type level if he enters the right offense with the right coaches. Chase Daniel here on the Rich Eisen show. All right, so let's talk about the two national championship game quarterbacks um in JJ McCarthy and Michael Penix Jr. Yeah. Which team do you think top 10? Okay. So top 10 Bears, Commanders, Patriots. Uh, we could throw the Cardinals and your 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 former final team, the Chargers, out because they've got their guys. Yeah. Giants, Titans, Cardinal, uh, uh, Falcons, and uh, you could throw the Jets out too. Unless you want to throw them in there, uh, I think they need to protect Rodgers. Which one top yeah. ten you think should take one of these kids? 
that might be. Well, there. look, everyone's thinking that Tennessee's not going to take a quarterback. They're they're happy with um, their guy they have currently, um, but I wouldn't I wouldn't throw them out, you know. And I think you you didn't say that either. Um, they need help at the offensive line. But but my opinion, it, it goes to Atlanta. Atlanta is a wild card. They're at eight. Do they want to move up to the top three, which potentially the top three quarterbacks could get taken? Are they okay with staying back at eight? And I think J.J. McCarthy makes a lot of sense for them. They have some really good weapons, obviously Drake London, Kyle Pitts. Uh, the list goes on and on. And and I think they're a quarterback away from being, uh, you know, making some noise in the NFC South because really at this NFC South, you just got to get to 500 to win. Right. And I think this would be a good spot for them. Um, I, I, th- I would put J.J. McCarthy there probably before Michael Penix Jr. Okay. And so uh, what's your opinion of Justin Fields, Chase? Because obviously he's in play for any of these yeah. teams that might raise their hand and say, well, you know, we're not going to draft one. We'll just flip a, a, a day two pick. I'm assuming that's what it would be. Yeah. For Fields or a couple of day three picks uh, for Fields and go to work and um, and and evaluate and pick up a fifth year option and deal with the next two years that way. What do you yeah. think? Yeah. I mean, I, I I personally love Justin Fields. Like I do a breakdown show on my on my YouTube page and it's just breaking down quarterbacks and mm-hmm. going through the all twenty two and showing and I just think the growth that he has shown from two years ago to now in an offense that really wasn't running his style of an offense until the last part of this year, I think he balled out. I think that, that everyone around him got better. I think that he's going to have a huge trade market because he is one of the top 2022 guys in the NFL. He could go to Atlanta. The Patriots could sneak in. I know Russell Wilson, the Pittsburgh rumors like Pittsburgh could jump in there. Or, or in, in my, in my opinion, I think he'd fit really well with the Raiders. Go back to Luke Getzey, go back to where you did. Cause the, I think Luke really built the offense around him. Finally, once he found out his skill set. Um, <laughs> and, and so I think you put well, Justin Fields in all of it. Well, I mean, I laugh because I don't know uh, when you think it, didn't he say Getzey's uh, scheme made him robotic. Didn't that happen? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Well, it, it did. It did. And I think that if you watch the first five five games of right. this past season, right. he was robotic. They're running an under center play action style offense that doesn't fit Justin Fields whatsoever. Justin got that two game stretch where he threw eight touchdowns, got hurt, came back, played really well, and the offense completely changed. He finally started running a, a style of offense, like a Jalen Hurts style of offense that really fits him. So you got to look at all the pieces. I mean, all of it makes sense. I would love for for the Vegas uh, Raiders to, to be in it. I, I mean, Atlanta. I mean, you look at that. That's in my opinion. You got to look at this draft. I, I still think there's a possibility that, um, you know, the uh, the Bears could trade back and and get a haul and keep Justin Fields, or maybe you pick Caleb Williams, let him sit. And there's so many different scenarios that could happen with Justin Fields. All I know is Justin Fields will be starting for one of these teams uh, come next September. Yeah, I mean, I, I, if the Bears take Caleb, there's no way they sit him. To be straight up with you, yeah. but I understand. Yeah. I, I understand that you're you're throwing a whole bunch of stuff out there that could happen. I mean, trading down, get a haul, and then add Marvin Harrison Jr. to the mix for with DJ Moore for Justin Fields and keep on building that way. And then you got the ninth overall pick in your back pocket yeah. still to to add yeah. maybe on defense or or the line. I mean, there, there's so many ways to go, but. You are of the mindset that Caleb Williams is is the unicorn of the draft, 
Chase? Yeah, I mean, I do think so. Okay. I think that that just on the past like two years alone and what he's been able to do, I, I do think he's he is the unicorn, as you said. I like that term. Uh, and, and look, people want to say he had a bad year last year. He threw 30 touchdowns, only five interceptions. Three of those interceptions came against Notre Dame. Like the dude didn't turn the ball over. Now I think he needs to be better within the pocket. I think he needs to be better, like trusting his reads. And I do think that you can't just be in shotgun all the time. This dude was in shotgun almost every single snap. That's a big deal. That's not being talked enough about uh, uh, with a lot of these. Cause I remember when I first got in, I was in shotgun every single snap of my Missouri career. And it would, it took me a year and a half, two years to get used to a five-step drop under center or an under center exchange or play action under center. All this stuff needs to work through it. I'm sure he's working on it right now with his trainers getting ready for the draft. Last one for you, Chase. You obviously know Justin Herbert um, pretty well. <laughs> so um, how do you think I, – I, I, I think he's going to work well with Harbaugh. So let me ask you this question. Yeah. Why has it been a struggle for Herbert to just – light it up, throw deep, you know, slice up a defense vertically. It just seems at times uh, it, it, it was just a struggle for somebody who seems to roll out of bed with such an uncanny ability to have a big arm, and it just d- never really materialized, Chase. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think you look at it a, a couple ways. Like, I think that Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are amazing receivers. None of those guys are deep deep play threats, right? His really deep play threat was Jalen Guyton the last two years. So you go out, you draft Quentin Johnson. You're going to probably draft. I mean, I'd love to, I'd love to see them pick a receiver at five. I mean, Malik neighbors, when I'm watching this, um, this film of Jaden Daniels, he completely sets himself apart. In my opinion is receiver two behind Marvin Harrison jr. But, but you go back and you look at it and uh, like, he's been hurt the past two years. Like like huge rib injury in in my last year there, which was twenty two, yep. and then that I mean, as you know, you've covered the game long enough. Like anything with ribs on a rotational athlete as a thrower, like it's gonna mess you up, man. It really is. It, it hurts to even do it. And he was probably hurt a lot more than, than, you know, he let on and some people let on. And then last year, the two finger injuries, I mean, even though it's on your offhand, you fracture your finger and then you hurt your other throwing finger and you have surgery. Like I was just texting him. He's like, he's like, I'm finally able to play golf because I got both my hands back. Like awesome. So I do think he's rejuvenated. I do think that uh, it's going to be interesting to see what the, what the, uh, the chargers do next year in terms of, they have so many veteran guys with huge cap numbers. It could be a whole fire sale start over, but you still got Rashawn Slater. You still got um, Justin Herbert. And I think this year is going to be a good year for him. Yeah. And um, listen, you know, I'm a Michigan guy, so uh, I'm, I'm quite biased when it comes to Jim Harbaugh, Yeah, uh, which, which means they, they could go line. They could just start, go line and start mauling, let, you know, throwing the fullback out there because yeah. that's what Jim does and, and start mashing. And then, and then Herbert can, can slice you up that way. Man, yeah, I, I yeah, can't wait for it. Yeah, play action stuff could happen. Chase, I'd uh, love to get you here in studio whenever you're in the area. And um, yeah. I, I, I appreciate, uh, look forward to seeing you in the parking lot and around a building whenever I can. <laughs> All right, I'll make sure to not take your spot again, Please, man. Chase, that's just, uh, that's just yeah, a one, that that's a one, a one, a one-off, okay? Okay. The rest gotcha. of it, now, now, now it's on. Like, <laughs> We're on the same page. Okay. Thank you, Chase. Greatly, greatly appreciate it. Thanks, guys. It's Chase Daniel, at Chase underscore Daniel on Instagram. Right here on the show. Just in case you're wondering, Daniel Jeremiah, his mock draft, he has the Chargers choosing Joe Alt, yep. the tackle out of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. 
And perhaps part of the reason for that is, is he believes Malik Neighbors will be taken off the board just one pick in front of the charges by the Cardinals. After you take Marvin Harrison Jr. off the board, third mm. overall. Whew, I know. <laughs> it gets exciting. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We'll take your phone calls. Hour number two, Sham Sharania will help us tip off the second half of the NBA season before Terry Bradshaw zooms in on this busy Thursday. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs and the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side, helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature, quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed it's very rare that I begin uh, an interview with somebody asking, who's your real estate agent? But, Coach, who's your real estate agent? <laughs> Lisa Roberts. She does a great job. Anybody in Scottsdale needs a spot. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Free plug. Oh, oh this is, uh, yeah, man. I mean, this is, uh, <laughs> this is the spot. This is, a, you, you, you got a guest room? Apparently, yeah, there's a couple. You're always welcome, man. I appreciate that. Uh, the question I have for you is the, the fire in the background. <laughs> that was extra. Yeah, that was <laughs> extra. <laughs> now, did you, did, did, does it light up when you draft Isaiah Simmons? Or, I mean, like, yeah. is that what happened? Yeah, the whole house lit up <laughs> when we got that pick. We were fired up. I bet. Like, you're like, fire up the coals. Fire up, you know, that, that, that probably had to happen. Who took this photo? People want to know. Yeah, we had, you know, you were allowed to have one IT guy there okay. at your house. So it was one of our IT guys that, okay. that took it. And he stayed in the cabana, the IT guy? <laughs> he did not he did not stay the house. <laughs> and did you like the fire or did you like the fire? We're all fascinated. This is fascinating to everybody. It, it, it is fascinating, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I lit the fire. Okay. Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead and ask. Uh, and Cliff, did you get in the pool at any point? 
I did not get the pool. That's maybe next year. What's the one, um, uh, I guess, comparison you've heard about the photographs before, I guess, we give one? What it looks like to people? What have you heard the most? The funniest one I saw was, like, it was a picture, and then they had the Brazzers logo. Like, oh, gosh. <laughs> like, that was actually, like, really well done. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go cologne. I was gonna go cologne. You know what? Like it, oh look, it, yeah. Bond it looks like villain. A, you know, Bond. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God! I forgot about that interview. Back on the Rich Eisen Show. Get the Game Time Tickets app on any mobile device near you and start buying tickets to any event pretty much near you. Theater, comedy, music, sports, game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets and not just right here, right now to get a view from your seat with all-in pricing. But you can also get last-minute tickets right up to the start of the event or sometimes even an hour after the event starts. It is the place to find last-minute seats. Certainly, if you maybe want to get something for tonight or this weekend, Mm -hmm. something in your area, it is so easy to use. I love using it. You can buy tickets in just two taps. And again, you take the guesswork straight out of buying tickets with game time download the app create an account use our code rich you get twenty dollars off your first purchase now terms do apply so again create an account redeem your code r-i-c-h twenty dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed all right let's take the express to santa barbara california lee is back on the program how are you lee hey guys (laughs) <laughs> oh my god i miss you guys we man. miss you too hey, i not been able to call in how's the yeah, tj strain to... doing how's the tj strain oh, treating uh, uh, hey tj i need you to call me you called me one time and i missed your call i have so much to talk to you about oh we making money uh not yet but oh. i'm i uh well just call me later we'll, I bet. <laughs> not you know what i mean but not I for air yeah i got you well <laughs> not for broadcast air <laughs> yeah true i, I just want to say i want to say hi to brockman hi to Dalton. what up brother hey what's up lee what's on your mind good to see you man what's on your mind well um so i've been hearing this rumor that mike evans might go to the Chiefs. Have you heard that? Uh, I mean, it's it's one of those, like, hey, no-brainer. Um, one would think that Mike Evans would make the Chiefs instantly better. Guess what? He'd make every team he joins instantly better. And, hey, I, I you know, then that, that, that the Chiefs need, some, need someone like him as well. Um, yeah, yeah. But Mike Evans wants to hit it, you know, and, and the Chiefs have to make sure – Thanks for the call, Lee. You call the TJ con- contact Lee. Yeah, will you Lee, please yeah, give, him, give him a call? Uh, listen, um, chop it up. The, the Chiefs have to pay Chris Jones, and they got to pay Legarius Need, and they got their own guys they got to pay. So for them to basically go out and say, "Let's bring in Mike Evans and pay him," um, I I I don't know how that would fly, especially since. It was great. Eric Stone Street went right at Michael Irvin when he came on our show on the Super Bowl program about two hours before kickoff. And he, he, he'd he been waiting to get in front of Irv because every single time Irv would say this, I would get a text from Eric because God bless him. He likes watching NFL game day morning because he's smart. And so he would always text me when Irv kept keeps bringing up how the offense misses Tyreek Hill. And how the big play Chiefs offense misses Tyreek Hill. And it's not the same without Tyreek Hill. And you know what? Yeah. They miss Tyreek Hill, you know, if the way you want to win football games 
is take the top of the defense off, and who wouldn't, and quick strike it and score, you know, in a minute and a half, which, you know, people want to do, but maybe you don't. If you need to pay a bunch of people on defense and since they traded Tyree Kill, they won the Super Bowl in back-to-back years. They won the Super Bowl with Kadarius Toney, Skymore, catching touchdowns on the corn dog play. And Juju Smith Schuster making a move on James Bradbury that drew a flag and essentially wrapped things up in that Super Bowl. And this one, Nicole Hardman came back and scored the game winning touchdown. And Marquez Valdez Scantling was wide open to flip the script after the awful turn of events for the 49ers with that punt that hit a couple of their players. One in the foot and the other one in the hands. They try to scoop it up and run with it. Why would they go for Mike Evans is the question. Why would they even think of twitching in the direction of Mike Evans? A game of what ifs. They're two plays away from not having the two Super Bowl wins the last two years. Well, we and Mahomes' air yards is the lowest of his career. And Mike Evans is really good at And football. Mike Evans is going to the Hall of Fame. Really but if good. you've got to pay, listen, you want to run it back for the Chiefs and go back to back to back, you pay Chris Jones and you pay LeJarrius Sneed, and you need both of them. Yeah. Period, sure. end of story. That's what you address first. And then I'd address the tackles. And then you start thinking about weapons for Mahomes. And by the way, the best weapon for Mahomes was the one they drafted who showed up when Mahomes was throwing right at uh, at TCU. Oh, Rasheed Rice is just going to go warm up with some guys who were in town. Oh, and that's Mahomes throwing. Let me just sneak in line and start catching passes. And suddenly he gets drafted. He winds up setting a rookie receptions record for a playoffs. First impression. So do it again. (laughs) Yeah, but Rich, wouldn't you want to make it a little bit easier? On them, so you don't have that stretch. But it's where there's not guys constantly easier on them if people are in the locker room saying, "Oh, so I'm not going to get paid. We just went back to back. I'm not going to get paid what I get paid because you want Mike Evans, who did what for us, beat us in the Super Bowl. No, thank you. Like that could be a problem more than the problem of Mahomes trying to figure it out because he figured it out. The flip switch hit. That's why I don't think it's going to happen. Interesting thought, though. I'll take Mike in Dallas, just for the record. Hey, now, that's a different story. If he wants to come. But they also have to pay people there, too. Oh, and yeah. Dak's got to give money back or rearrange yeah. to make that so. Do a little bit of an Otani deal, is what you're saying. I would. Let's do this. You can have Evans or Derrick Henry. Who do you take? Because you can't have both. Ooh. Even though you're going all in. you got to be able to control the clock, and that means running the football. So No, you take Mike I'd Evans. I'd say <laughs> You take Henry. Mike Evans? Yeah. But you got C.D. Lamb already. Right? got C.D. Lamb. Great. We, we have two C.D. Lambs. One name's yeah, Mike Evans. We had oh. Dak Prescott throwing the ball 60 times in the playoff game. I that would, is way too much. We've got to be able to run the rock. I'd take Derrick Henry. That's if what I would do. you're saying you can only have one of the two. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Because our running game was not Henry's last year. He, he, he is. That's true. Great. 
What, what Mike Evans is uh, Benjamin Button? Hey, I, 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 this is obviously two guys who I believe I will be sitting in Canton one day and watching them get jackets slipped on them. Absolutely. From my MC Deus. If I'm, st- if I'm still invited back after this coming I, summer, because it's going to get ugly. Ohio might not let you. They and might by the way, you, bro. a little preview of that act is going to come up over four days of a combine with 18 Wolverines at it. <laughs> Shams Sharania coming up. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on, right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra five to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B L E A V on YouTube or wherever you listen.